not my point. I'm not. Well, a, little, you're little, the ranter. I'm well, not the no, ranter. You I'm can, supposed to be the positive can... joy in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a positive joy this will be. This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. It's episode 15 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. I'm John Ondo, along with my wife, Angel. Hi there. And we are a small business podcast that's by small business, for small business, about small business. And we want to encourage you to live the dream. And we are a production of Ondo Media. So on today's program, we're going to talk about do you need a new logo? One of the things I run into a lot when I'm producing videos for companies is owners who are like, oh, I think I need to change my logo. We've been using this one for a couple of years and we need to change it. And I'm going to run you through a set of questions you should be asking yourself because in most cases, my opinion is you should not change your logo or your branding unless there's a problem. So we're going to run you through some of these questions today and I hope it will be helpful for you to decide if maybe you need to do a just a full-on refit of your logo or just leave it alone. So we're going to be coming up with that here in a few seconds. We're, we're just kind of blessed and blown away by the response we're getting by with new listeners as this podcast is fairly new and it's growing a lot. And I think people enjoy our silliness as well as our, uh, our attitude toward uh, helping small businesses grow and kind of walking the journey with them. And uh, this past week, um, the big the big event here at uh, Ondo Media slash Angel's Custom Cupcakes, also sort of an anniversary gift. I like surprising Angel with stuff, and so I said, I can't surprise you with this. I want to get us a new coffee maker to replace the Keurig. And part of the thing that you have to understand about Angel, she is a coffee person, and she's very particular, and I find that most women are very, uh, they are more sensitive to taste and smell than men. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but you have a very specific coffee that I, to me, it tastes like every other coffee, but you love. It is this beautiful coffee that we discovered when we were in Vegas a few years ago for... Um, that was in Vegas you found it? Yeah, it was at the buffet. Remember, oh. we got buffet and I said they said they had coffee and I thought you I already got knew it. about this. No, 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 no. And it was like, what is was this at, magical uh, blend? The Flamingo. I think it was. And yeah. the lady, I couldn't hardly understand her when she said the name of it. And then I was like, what? And it's called Dewey Egbert. That is how I say it. That is how it is phonetically spelled on the beautiful red package. Because it's from the UK, is it not? I think it's definitely European. It's not, yeah. I don't know. But we can only find it on Amazon. So it's not like one you can find in the store. They, they do, don't make it in a cake. They cup. don't make it in a cake cup. It's only in a bag, loose grounds, whatever. So the decision I wanted to make was Keurig had come out with a new, and you've seen these if, you, if you're on Amazon. It says a Keurig cup on one side, and it has the little thing on the other and a carafe yes the jug they can't see you moving in it and <laughs> it has the jug on the other side <laughs> so we ref- so basically i'll just cut to the chase we found that the cuisinart 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 mm-hmm. uh had the best features for the price and then of course you had kohl's coupons which oh uh, well hell i had kohl's cash i had a 30 percent off let's talk about it it was definitely you I got like a 200 coffee dollar coffee maker for 125 bucks oh it was 111 yeah and uh Ooh. And it's got the carafe, it's got the K-Cups, it's got the auto on, it's got all the fun stuff. and it's got its own little filters. Post, it's a beautiful thing. We put a picture of it on Instagram and on Facebook, and we and all of our friends, a bunch of our friends we didn't know, and like, we have one of these, it's great. So it We've ma- had it for a while. So again, we did the research. We did, because I won't buy anything like that anymore without doing the research, what's the best one out yeah. there. And uh, we, this we, one... We watched for hours YouTube videos oh, on, on every single carafe, K-Cup. 
Well, morons making coffee. Okay, here I'm in my kitchen, and I'm going to show you how to make this coffee. I'm like, really? You know, it's it's delightful. And we went down and just recently had a, a, a nice cup of coffee yes. from the. Uh, I'm enjoying my second cup. From, it's quite delicious. From the jug. If you so, want, if you're a coffee person and you like to have loose grounds, I definitely recommend Dewey Egbert. It is a lovely. It's not a dark. It's not a heavy roast. It is a lovely medium roast, but it has a which is why I enjoy it, a chocolatey kind of flavor. And and if you have a coffee suggestions, please let us know at uh, John, J-O-H-N, at ondomedia.com. So today on Marketing Me and Cupcakes, I want to talk about uh, something. We're actually going to both talk about something here, is about logos. And oftentimes, people will, uh, and I see this often in small businesses, more than obviously corporations, where I, I, have, to have, I have to have a new logo. I need to redesign. I need to rebrand. And I'm going to, for those of you who are listening who have maybe started a small business or a few, few years in and you're having that inkling, I need to have a new logo. Well, let's talk about that because maybe you do need a new logo and maybe a little rebrand. But I'm going to try to, as much as I can, res- make you resist that urge because I believe that in branding, unless you have a problem, and if you have a problem, then yes, we need to rebrand. But unless you have a problem, don't fix it. And um, I, I don't like changing logos because I think changing logos says we have problems. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it says we're confused and we don't know really who we are. So let's and, try again. Well, let me start off by saying, going through a couple case studies, if you will, yes. about logos and things that I've experienced. So we are coming to you from the beautiful city of Columbus, Ohio. We are the home of Wendy's. We are the home of Nationwide Insurance. We are home of a lot of insurance companies, actually. We are also the home of Bob Evans, are we not? Uh, we now we are now. Okay. We uh, that used to be in Southern Ohio, but they moved oh, okay. their headquarters up here to to close to where we are. The Limited is here. Abercrombie. Abercrombie. A lot of big companies are here. So, yep. um, and so we occasionally rub shoulders with some of these people at mm-hmm. different places. So, um, it, I did a blog on this, and it was probably about three years ago. Two of our big boys here in Columbus, Nationwide Insurance. Nationwide is on your side. That was lovely. And Wendy's did logo changes and um and they were it was both of them big companies well known reversed their direction so wendy's if you know wendy's uh, and if hopefully you you do know wendy's wendy's has always been since it was be- begun i think in 1969 or so by dave thomas was wendy's old fashioned hamburgers and it was always that um uh, the font and everything was very Western, and it was always a very old-timey kind of yeah. style restaurant because mm-hmm. that was the old-fashioned hamburger. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there was a time a few years ago when I was attending church with a guy who was actually in charge of their branding. I, I believe he still is. Very nice guy. And uh, they were going through this change, and I was asking him some questions about, why did you change this? Because my initial gut reaction, just like I just mentioned, is, why you don't change logos? Don't do it. It's It's typically... It's typically bad. But what he explained to me that when they tested, you know, their whole thing was quality, quality, quality. Well, the Wendy's concept was when you say old fashioned, that means quality. We think of Amish Mm -hmm. quality, old time thing. Mm -hmm. When they test when they tested it with focus groups today, old fashioned does not equate to quality. It equated Mm -hmm. to antiquated, not up to date, not good. Mm. Um, That's interesting. So that was one of their primary reasons why they, you you go to any of the new Wendy's and they're, you know, they've been changing them. Obviously in Columbus, they changed the first, they changed from Wendy's old time hamburgers to Wendy's. And it's like quality hamburgers or quality. They wanted the emphasis to be quality. They thought that old time 
used to convey that, and it didn't, and they switched to this new new modern layout, which at first I was like, oh, this is the opposite of what Wendy's is, but it's grown on me, and it was a genius play that they made. So here's, a, here's an example of a company who was kind of old-timey, if you will, in its branding, thinking it was quality, and they had to switch it to a new modern look to to attract new customers. Flip that then to Nationwide. Nationwide used to have, it was like a it was like if you took a picture frame and painted it blue with nothing inside of it, that was their logo, and they would use it for like memes and different things, and it just said Nationwide on the font next to it. About the same time that, that um, um, Wendy's changed their logo, Nationwide flipped back from that new kind of new modern logo back to their original big N with an eagle in it. I'm going to willing to bet their concept was we want to show we have been around for a long time. We are quality. We want to bring back a retro logo so you can say, yeah, this is nationwide. So that's, you know, a good example of how two companies uh, who've been around for a while did two different strategies. One went modern, one went back to retro. And now there's just recently a new one that's just changed and that's Pizza Hut. And I, I was kind of excited because I, I, I used to love Pizza Hut and not so much in recent days. And they've been struggling in the pizza market. And if you've noticed, they, they, they were founded, I guess, in 1969. So they're doing a, a retro back to their original Pizza Hut logo. Basically, they said, we want to go back and show people this is what Pizza Hut, you know, if you remember Pizza Hut, it was quality. It was great. And, you know, maybe we've gotten off our core values or something and they want to bring people back to that. So you were, you and I were talking about logos before we got on here about you know, some of the logos that, that catch your attention that you kind of like and know. And yeah, I mean, one of my, well, one of my favorite places and I'll just shamelessly say Target or Target, <laughs> yes. as we call it. Um, I've been shopping there for as long as I can remember. I look for local ones wherever I'm traveling. Um, that big circle, first of all, red is one of my favorite colors. And if I wear red in a Target, I'm usually stopped by strangers uh, to find out where things are. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I actually had an experience in line at Target last week where a lovely woman in front of me was looking for something. And the poor person who worked at Target was like, I don't know. I don't know if we have those. And I said, well, and then I, of course, because I can't help it, being she's in a customer, customer service, service. Yep. Yeah, huh? I jumped in and said, well, there's a car section that, I mean, it's got tons of things. And I was, she's like, oh, I, I don't think I saw that. And I said, okay, well, you're going to want to go down there. You're going to want to go through the pillows, make a left. I mean, I literally was but describing you wearing, it. You were wearing red. I happened to be wearing you're red. You're wearing the Target red. Um, but what was funny is the lady working at Target said, yeah, I, I'd listen to her, which I thought was fantastic because I had no authority. And yet somehow just in the way I, I spoke and was so confident. And you had the, and you had the, <laughs> and the, had the, the red. You had the red on. So, and it, a lot of times if you wear black, a lot of places make customer service people, retail, wear black. And yep. you wear it. So if I wear a black shirt, you know, yep. somebody will come up, excuse me. I'm like, I don't work here. Yep. Go away. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how he handles customers. No, service. I try to be nice with people. He but. tries to be. So, a couple of things about logo design. I'm just going to go over that. You may know what these are, but um, and and I'm quoting from a from a, a great article from Jacob Cass. So he's got a, an article called Five Principles of Effective Logo Design. And I'm just going to run through them and, and add my own take to it. But simple, memorable, timeless, versatile, appropriate. So let me break that down to you. If I go simple. You know, when I look at simple, and a lot of people will use the word minimalist now, um, Apple. Okay, now Apple changes its logo all the time. They just changed it back to this glassy rainbow kind of look, but it's still 
without a doubt, the Apple logo. They just change typically what's inside the logo. Yeah, still an Apple with a bite out of it. Yeah. So simple, it's, keep it simple, stupid is a, is always important with a logo. Angel's Custom Cupcakes, I designed that. Now that, I use some help. Uh, if you're familiar with uh, Invento, they have graphic logos you can buy. Um, they're they're art ready. And I picked up uh, a cupcake swirl from her that has the little cupcake. I think I changed the modified the colors a little bit. And then I used the lowercase Arial uh, thin font for her, but it's very clean. It's very simple, memorable. Can you see the logo and like you say, Target or Pizza Hut, you instantly can recognize it. Small businesses, I don't know if that's as big of a deal necessarily, but yeah. you want to be able to go, here's what you don't want to have. You don't want to look at a logo and go, oh, that looks like somebody else's logo. That's what is very critical. Um, there's some. There's a lot of cupcake companies out there and they all use similar colors. And I will admit that GG's and a lot of the ones, we all kind of share the same colors. So I tried to make ours not look exactly like theirs, but we do have a lot of shared things. Yeah. And most cupcake people do to yeah. some extent. So and but so I try to make it different enough that you look at it and you don't get confused. I don't want GG's calling me saying, change your logo, it looks like ours. So, and likewise, I don't want to call them and say, you change yours. But anyway, <laughs> timeless. Now, timeless is is kind of an interesting word because timeless could, to me, means that you're not locked into a, like the Wendy's logo where it was old fashioned and it didn't work for them anymore. You also don't want something so modern that it becomes dated in a couple of years. You want something generic and timeless. The Apple logo, again, it's timeless. It will work 50 years from now. Versatile. Now, here's the important part I want to mention, the versatile. Can you put it on the website and it will fit properly? Does it, uh, it we have in on Angel's Custom Cupcakes, it typically is a square. It has the cupcake on top, Angel's, and then Custom Cupcake below it. But I also have a rectangular version that will fit for websites. And then I have just the cupcake that is the icon that we put on Instagram and, you know, different places you need to see an icon. What a common mistake I see with a lot of small businesses, and again, this is where I have to emphasize, you need to have a media person help you out if you do not have the skill set. And I, I understand there's a there's a difference between knowing that you like something and knowing what will work for your business. And can you read the text? This is one of the biggest things I see. I see people slap a logo up on an Instagram icon um, for your profile and there's text in it. You can't read that. And this is where I say, does your icon um represent you on my business page i don't use the ondo media logo i just use that reel to reel little icon as my logo and if people see it i think they will say oh okay that's the ondo media logo they get that in your cupcake for yours so yep. makes sense make a versatile logo that you can use in multiple ways but it's got to be red and that's the fifth one appropriate so if we're going to talk about logos we do need to take a second and talk about your company's name uh, I say, as a rule, typically three to four words maximum on a company name. We spent a while trying to figure out what to call your company. Yes, because the what I wanted to call it since, well, since I was 15, it was already taken. And somebody's already so, branded it. So Yeah, so it was like it was gone. So using Angel's Heavenly Delights was not yeah. something because that just left it kind of wide open and for what I could do. And to be honest with you, now this is for me, and this is something we're going to talk about, is collaboration and, and bouncing things off other people. Angel's Heavenly Delights could be anything. It, yep. And so I like the fact that you're Angel's Custom Cupcakes. And the real word that we've talked about before is that you're custom. Your claim to fame is just dump me. Try to come up with something that I can create. So it's custom. So custom's the big word. Yep. A, a common problem I see often 
is an entrepreneur, a business person, somebody who loves seeing what other people are doing. They walk into a small company, a brewery or a new store, and they see a cool logo and they go, oh my gosh, that's great. My logo should look like that. And they go into a rebranding of their company that maybe is only two or three years old. And then guess what? Two or three years later, they walk into another store. Oh my gosh, that logo is so cool. Uh, We need to rebrand. You have to stick with the logo. I mean, just because somebody else has a cool logo doesn't mean that logo works for you. Just because you like a logo doesn't mean the rest of the world is expecting you to change the logo. Coca-Cola is running on the same logo for the most part since the 1800s. Um, Other companies are still running with iconic logos that haven't changed in 50, 60 years. And if you are younger, and I say younger, I'm in my 50s, and you think, well, we've got to stay modern. No, you don't. Um, What is modern? Well, right now we're in the world of retro logos that uh, years ago my my generation was said, you don't want that old style logo with that script font, but it's become cool again. So I say find a place with your company's brand and stick with it. Now, you can make modifications to it. In television, when High Definition came out about 15 years ago, a lot of the um, networks changed their logos, but very slightly. The classic one I always look at is MTV. Uh, MTV, if you remember, the classic MTV logo was a square M. When they went HD, they took the M. And instead of it being squared, they, they took it to more of a 16 by 9 ratio, which is, a, which is HD. And it, it was kind of their refit to say they were HD. And a lot of networks did that to kind of reflect high definition that we've gone from being a square television network to a a wide format. And that's a way that you can tweak a logo very easily. This is a great example of of something that happened to me. I was worked at a radio station here in town and uh, we redid the logo. And about two years later, we wanted to do a tweak. We thought we could do it a little better and we did what we should have done the first time. We brought in a graphic artist who really knew their stuff. And what she did, and it was great, she took the logo we, we created. It was basically the same, but all she did was italicize it and stretched it out a little fatter. And I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, it, it makes me mad. I'm like, this is insane. Why didn't I think of that? But it was such a simple change, but it looked awesome. I can't emphasize enough, a little change keeps it within your brand family, but might make a big difference to the look of your logo. And here's where... I can't emphasize enough, just because you're a business owner and you know what you like with your product doesn't necessarily mean you are the person best to create your logo. You may have a good idea of what you want, but bring in an artist or go on the web where there's collaboration websites and go out and say, here's what I'm doing. Here's the look I have and let them tear loose into it. And you may find that an artist will create an amazing logo for you that hits all the marks you're looking for and dazzle you. There's nothing like, you know, going and, you know, printing out an invoice or handing out a business card. And when you look at that card real quick before you hand it to somebody going, man, I love my logo. Uh, It really brings a sense of pride. So if you don't feel like that about your logo, it doesn't mean you have to completely throw out the baby with the bathwater. You may just need to get a graphic artist in and say, Take my logo to the next level, but keep it close enough that it's not a big change and see what happens. So let's review real quickly. Again, the five principle of effective logo design. This is from Jacob Cass. Simple. Keep it simple, stupid. We all know that saying. Memorable. 
timeless. Again, don't lock into a specific era unless that fits what your product is. Versatile. Uh, are you are you able to move this logo and change it in a way to go on different social media profiles, uh, black and white paper, print, etc.? Versatile, and is it appropriate? Does it match your business? Does it when you see that logo, do you think it fits with my business? Uh, it is very very dangerous to be in a situation where you feel like some new company just came out, something you like. And I need to change my company to feel more like that fad. These are fads. And you're better off sticking with where your company began and maybe making some color adjustments, maybe making a font adjustment, but keep the basic logo. And don't forget how expensive it is to change a logo. I watched, as we mentioned earlier in this show, Nationwide Insurance changed its logo and watched the cranes above the, I don't know, it's 30-story building in Columbus changing out, I'm sure, what was probably a half a million dollar sign. Uh, So logo changes are expensive. So don't just think this will be something fun I can just change on my website. It can be a big deal. Choose wisely and get the best logo for your company. Again, we are so excited to have all of our new listeners on, and we have been growing so much. If you've been listening for a while, thank you for being with us. And please subscribe to the podcast on whatever format you listen to. We're just about on everything out there now, as well as share with others, share with other small businesses. We think uh, we are just kind of a grassroots, down-to-earth, small business podcast. Uh, We try to have a lot of fun. We try to emphasize family with what we do. And so... Please share this with others. And if you have a podcast, then we can be helpful to you as a guest. Uh, I can talk about media, marketing, Star Trek, all kinds of fun stuff. Angel can talk about customer service and obviously baking and uh, her cupcakes. So please let us know, john at ondomedia.com. Got the link below uh, that you can contact us and find out more information. And we just wish nothing but success for your small business. Please stay in contact with us and live the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.